there's so many people out here listening tonight to this broadcast, and I want to thank all the people in the universe on this edition of Branded After Dark. I am Branded, alongside my beautiful co-host, Sweet Erin. Hello, my queen. Hi. How you doing? How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm, great. I'm so, so, so good. Well, if you're so good, you're about to get a whole lot better because we do have our oh, lovely wait. guests on the line. And I and I got to say, as I as I get ready to put her on, um, you know, she, she's been a, a, a hero of mine when it comes to her craft and what she does. I have a high level of respect for this woman. She's done so much not just playing uh, the role on Young and the Restless as Dr. Olivia Barber Winters on The Young and the Restless, like I said, but she's done so much for others, including myself, as far as an inspiration and motivation, and I want to welcome Miss Tanya Lee Williams to Branded After Dark. Hey, hello, thank hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Hello. Hi there. Wow, this, this is such 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 a pleasure i have watched you since young and the restless since i was three years old and i'm 35 now oh wow <laughs> I, that's fantastic this is, wow this is just amazing to me and thank you so much for calling in oh my pleasure tanya how's things going how are you doing things are good things, yeah things are actually pretty good wonderful, wonderful. i'm in well, la thank thank goodness i'm, I'm not out I'm, I'm feeling for the people out on the East Coast who have gone through this crazy, crazy weather. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy just really uh, shook up a lot of people, and I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that, too. And, and they're still yeah. in recovery, so yeah. our prayers go out to all of them. Absolutely. 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 Well, you know, there's, um, like I said, to start the show, there's so many people, um, not just in the States, but, you know, with us being online, there's so many worldwide callers from China and Australia, Germany, um, Amsterdam, um, a couple of emails that I got from there tonight as we went live, and they're a big Tanya Lee Williams fan. So, you oh, know, of lovely. course, like I said, about the work that you've done with Young and the Restless, I want to start with that. Um, with the work that you've done there and the legacy that you've, you've built as far as just your craft in general, like, can you let the listeners know just the day-to-day -day grind that it takes to, you know, be able to continue that, that not just the role that you play, but just the work ethic you have to have to be able to achieve the kind of success you have on Young and the Restless. Well, I think what's, what's great, and when you talk about work ethic, um, it, it was big in my family. I think that just, even before you start a job, I think it's great when parents instill that in their kids from when they're young so that you just sort of carry that with you and no matter what work you do. And uh, Young and the Restless, though, the, the level of professionalism on that show, it just makes everyone sort of, um, you know, rise to the mark. Mm -hmm. Do you think that um, a lot of people out there, especially in, in the acting field now, um, do you think that a lot of people, when they start doing certain things, they can look at, you know, just probably the role that you play, and they can probably say, you know what, I can do that role, or I can be on the show and and, and actually, you know, continue to, you know, keep the, the, the train rolling, so to speak. But, you know, the, the reason why I ask you the question about just what other people, people's perception about that is, because I see your, the, the work that you've done and all the other actors and actresses is, it, it's a, it's a, it's a grind. You guys, you guys work seven days on some occasions, right? Or you guys are on call in, in certain cases. Yeah, cases, right? you know, we, you know, actors definitely work hard, but it takes more than actors to put a show on and uh, to tell you the truth, crews 
crews work incredibly hard. Now, uh, we, the show's on every single day, but you don't see the actors, you know, all the actors on every single day. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm not right. on the show right now, even for months, but that crew is there every single day. They're there from the beginning right to the end um, every single day. And it, 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 I think it, it allows us as actors to 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 work as hard as we work because we see how everybody else is working as hard as they work. And and when you're, especially the storyline on, on YNR, it's been so positive in w within the black community and the mm -hmm. black characters that they've developed on the show. So it's really been a privilege to be a part of something like that that's had such an impact. And you're right, not only in America, but just a around the world. Um, yeah. In, to, to play these characters in such supportive ways. I'm one of those people. I still love working on the show. I actually wish they'd write more for Olivia. There have been so many changes yes. with writers over the last few yes. years, though. I feel that poor Olivia has just gotten um, <laughs> less and less, less, and less I know. support. When <laughs> right. When I see you, when I see you, I mean, you are like such a positive and friendly face. When, when there's so much drama going on, I'm like, all right, things are going to get real now because Olivia's there and she's, you know, she's support and, you know, let me ask you this. This is kind of crazy, but do you think that they will ever write Drew back in? You know, we, we ask these questions all the time about ourselves and about, you know, about other characters on the show. Um, I guess I'm just old school. I would love to see not only Drusilla back, I'd love to see Aunt Mamie back. I would love to see, you know, there's just, I, 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 I still live in this world of those characters where they're just magical, you know. Right, you know, right, and, absolutely. Yeah, fun for me, fun for other people to watch, fun for me to work with all those people and to see the great storylines that were there. And it's, it's, it doesn't take away from any of the great black actors that are on the show now. But um, you know, but when I think of the best of YNR, I I always think of it was you know Malcolm, it was it was Olivia, it was yep. Neil, it was yep. Drew. So, <laughs> so those still, I would Absolutely. love to see them bring the the character Nate, little Nate back. You know, just sort right. of rebuild the original storyline. But I I don't see much. I really haven't seen much support for that um, right. from the show's perspective. I I hear it from the fans all the time. So, you know, it just right. depends how, how hard the fans fight for it is, is what's going to make the changes or not. Mm. Yeah, because I, w I want to see Olivia back with Neil. I'm sorry. But, yeah, yeah, but, wanna, and, you know, I thought the best, together. And the best, yeah, and the best stories, honestly, were Olivia and Drew together. I mean, <laughs> we yes, just played off yes. each other so well, and oh, yeah. they wrote so well for us. Did um, you guys ever, or are you ever allowed to, to add rib? Because you guys are in, like, I think, I see, I feel like you guys get, are so good and drown yourself into that character that sometimes, you know, you feel like Olivia should say this instead of really what's written. Do you ever feel like that? And oh, I definitely feel like there are things Olivia, it? yeah, I definitely feel like there are things Olivia should say that, that aren't written, but I don't say them. <laughs> because it's just, <laughs> it's just really not the way it works. We're, we're really on script, and, and we really say everything that's written for us to say. Right. And, and there are times I may say, I don't think Olivia would say this, but but it's completely it's completely up to the director and the writer and the producers whether I get to say that or not. It's it's not my choice as to as to oh let me just let me just change this the way I feel it should be. No, it doesn't really right. work that way. 
You you mentioned something yeah. that was pretty uh that was pretty crucial as far as just the nostalgic feeling as far as some of the you know, just the way that it was back in the day. And, you know, I, I grew up in the household as well, um, you know, looking at it with my mom when, you know, the days that I was home from school or whatever, or, you know, it was just, it was just there. So, you know, as a, as a fan, you, you, you know, you look at it, you, you get caught up in different storylines and just, you know, the way things were. So my, my thing is, especially now compared to how it was back in the day when you first started, um, what what are some of the what are some of the things that you see not just the demand as far as soaps because we we've seen two soaps on ABC shut down um, right. over a year or so how do you feel about just the dynamic of and the evolution of um, the the actor or actress in soap operas now in 2012? Well, I I, I think that um, most of the soap operas are really vying for the young market. Um, so I think a lot of the storylines are very different because they're looking for younger actors and they're really trying to sort of catch and keep interested in a much younger audience than I would say it was even 20 years ago. Um, right. and, I, and I think that's the demise of actually a lot of the soap operas because I think even the younger audience still wants to see the characters that they sat on their parents' knees and watched. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they actually um, respond to 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 those characters the strongest. But yeah. um, wow, yep. But when but but when you you and I have a soap, we can figure that. Yeah, <laughs> right no now, doubt. It's, right now it's not our show. Exactly. <laughs> we don't get much exactly. Play. I hope and, and, I hope I hope Y and R lasts forever because I'm telling you, you you are hitting it right on the head for me. Like, I don't really. I don't really care about the younger crowd. I want to. I want to see, you know, you. I want to see Victor. I want to see Nikki. When I was little, you know, I looked at them. My through my eyes, those I pictured them as my parents. You know what I mean? Like, I just that's fantastic though. I'm when so you when you hear something like that, but you know what we sometimes forget is the fans are really diehards and they watch the show and they absolutely love and yeah. you know adore different things about the show. And the and the actors are. Are, are there and involved, but a lot of times when you're talking about studio execs and executive producers, they're not as connected sometimes to the fans right. and, and to the right. stories in the same it's way. I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, I've, but, but what helps is, I mean, people say it all the time, but they don't understand the impact it has for fans to write in and talk about what they really want, because a lot of times <laughs> studio people and, um, and, and execs in charge they look at that mail, and that's how they're guiding the story. Because um, I talk to people all the time who tell me the things they'd love to see on the story, but I go, but do you write it? And they're like, no. And I go, well, they don't know. <laughs> You're at right, home right. watching it, probably yelling at the screen, <laughs> screen, why don't they do this, why don't they do that? But they can't hear right. you. <laughs> so once right, they, exactly. Once you know, they get an idea, some, you know, if people are passionate about a story that they want to see, the best way is to write it in and, and, and try and, and ask for that. You, you know, the one true right. thing that I, that I get, and, and, and I know it's driven towards the younger crowd nowadays, but you, growing up and, and knowing that, not just Y&R, but like I said earlier, the other shows that shut down, um, yeah. All My Children's in One Life to Live, that, that's a rich history. So that to me, a it's like, yeah. agreed, and, and the younger crowd, should be able to embrace that history and there should be some kind of fusion between the historic 
aspect of what it stands for versus uh, just you know okay let's just scrap everything and just go with the young with the young yeah. movement. I just I just I don't really get it, um, especially the way that things are nowadays. And we actually had Eric uh, Eric Brayton on I would probably say a couple of weeks ago, and oh, cool. um, I, I know he was he was a, a, a real a real stickler and, and he wasn't really too fond of reality shows in general because it does take a lot away from the actual actors that do this kind of thing as far as on TV and things yeah. like but what, what what's your opinion about that? Well, I, I I honestly feel different about it. I mean, there was there was a day, I mean, we don't remember it because we're all all of us, including myself, are too young, but when soaps first started that was the equivalent of what we're talking about with reality TV right now. Hmm. So you have to remember that there were people back wow, in the day that did, right. didn't understand why these daytime soap operas were on and bringing down the quality of you know whatever you know television mm -hmm. or film had been to that point. So I, I never want to be a hater about things like that. There's definitely a place for reality shows. I think when we think reality shows, we always want to think the worst of them. Mm -hmm. But I mean. Um, Jamie Oliver's Fast Food Nation is a fantastic reality show, mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it's done a lot to change the eating habits of people in America. Right. So there are reality shows that have really improved, I think, the quality of people's lives and made things. And then there's, of course, there's awful, you know, reality shows too. <laughs> so Amen it, to that. It, it's all in. It's it's. It's really it's it's sort of not throwing out as they say the the baby in the bathwater. There there's a place for reality right. shows. In fact, I wish they didn't call the word reality shows. It's got such a bad name. A lot of reality shows could almost be mini documentaries because that's really what they are. <laughs> a, a documentary right. is is really um, about real life and people doing real things, and that's what a lot of the reality shows are. About. And Tanya, I, I always say call it improv because. That, that's that's really it what it is. At the, at the end of the day, that's just what it is. It's just, imp and you're you're doing improv. I mean, you know, it's, it's even though some people tell you what to do, but the rest you kind of wing it, and then you kind of yeah. go and do what you do, and that's improvisation. Like but I do, I do think some of it is positive. I'm one of those people. I'm fascinated by any of the shows where people are losing weight. I'm still, I'm always in awe. <laughs> Someone <laughs> starts out at 500 pounds and manages to lose 300 oh, yeah. pounds, or mm -hmm. I mean. Those are positive things. I I I, right. I really think. That, well, that what do you yeah. feel about the? What do you feel about the reality shows that it's almost like they like Jersey Shore, and things like that. Like you know they they highlight you know getting drunk, getting in fights, beating each other up. You know it's constant like you know and unnecessary well, well, drama. Well, we don't even have to point at reality shows because I think there are films and drama shows that you know sort of really focus on young people um, mm -hmm. going down the wrong road. <laughs> so right. so right. the fact that there is a reality show about it is just a, a sort of a continuation of something that's already been there. And I, I really think that's where, I mean, you're never going to stop um, those stories being told, but it's important for parents to be really aware of what their children are watching. I know that a lot that's of times right. people are just allow their kids to just sit in front of the TV and there's, there's a lot there that's appropriate or not appropriate. There are even parents actually that come up to me as fans and, and they have their six-year-old and they go, oh, I have them watching daytime soap opera. Even I'll say, I don't think that's appropriate <laughs> for mm -hmm. a six-year-old right. mm -hmm. to watch um, um, even our show. So it's, uh, 
<laughs> so, so well, I'm saying I've been watching it since I was three, and that made me a better person. <laughs> <laughs> I love Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless means everything to me as far as, like, I'm serious. Like, I hope it never goes, Young and the Restless stays for another, you know, 30 years. I really do. Well, I hope I mean, it does. But as I, but I'm, I said I'm someone, <laughs> I said someone, someone recently, even when these soaps go under, it doesn't diminish the impact that they've had to know that, I mean, what other shows on TV have been on for, some of them have been on for 50, 55, 60 years. Yeah. Um, right. And everything does come to an end at some point, right? I mean, it just does. It's just, yeah, it's it the does. Way, the circle of life. But, you know, you know what's um, important yeah. is no one can never take away the legacy that was created by, um, you know, the hard work of... Uh, of everyone involved, and it's it's just like your your character, Olivia. Will you know? No one will never tarnish that legacy that you created. That was your character, your baby. So, you know, oh, that's, that's, that's something you. Are there ever are there ever such diehard fans that really like treat you like Olivia and like you know would tell you like talk to you like you were really her and that was really your life? Oh, absolutely. Have you ever had that? Oh, a lot of times, and I, I, you know, a lot of times reporters will ask an actor or ask me this question. You oh know, do you, do, you, do you find um, do you find that you you find it difficult to to, to differentiate between Olivia and yourself? And I, I'll say right. I don't find it <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Olivia's a character, and Tanya is. <laughs> I know who I am, but right. I find it hard right. for fans to differentiate between the two. Yes. Um, yes. No, they, they definitely see me as Olivia first. They don't see me as Tanya. Right. Olivia, <laughs> who they I am. They come up and say, are you really in love with Neil? <laughs> oh, absolutely. How do you really feel about it? Absolutely. <laughs> or how, how is my son Nate? And I and in their minds, I mean, I know in a, and, and some of them, they're, they're actually joking, but even within the joke, I know that, well, if that's what they've been seeing for 20-some-odd years, that's how they relate right. to me. Exactly. I mean, that totally right. makes sense. Exactly. Um, right. I'm sh I'm sure I do it with the, with even characters on TV. I can't I can't imagine that they're not even similar to the character I'm watching on, right. on TV. Right. Tanya Lee Williams is our guest from Branded After Dark, and you actually have your have your website, right? TanyaLeeWilliams.com, where people can go check out as well. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. Go and see see what I'm up to. It was a great summer for me. I I, I did a I did a Lifetime movie that's going to be coming out with Rob Lowe oh, called wow. Imperfect, Imperfect Justice. Um, and I did a, a, a very cool movie called Cybergeton that was the first movie that Yahoo did. So you can actually find that movie on Yahoo. And I just finished a small independent film called Empire of Dirt that's supposed to be doing the festival circuits um, next year. So, it, so it's, this, been a, wow. it's been a good summer. This, this real world fest, wow. film festival that, that's going on, it's in, it's in April of next year, right? Yeah, I founded the festival. This is the 13th year of it. It's in Toronto, Canada. The festival focuses on diversity. So all the films are from the Aboriginal, Asian, Black, Latino, Middle Eastern, and South Asian communities. And it's been a baby of mine for the past 13 years, and I'm, I'm very excited. And next year, it's the 10th to the 14th. And, you know, we look for people who either that are in Toronto to come on out and support um, and for people around the world to go on the website and check out the, we don't have programming up right now since it doesn't doesn't happen until April. But starting from around the beginning of March, you'll get to see what movies are at Real World next year. So, is there is there yeah. workshops involved, uh, different types of things that people can actually learn from with this festival yeah. or? 
Yeah, we not only screen movies, but we do industry panels. It's always great. They're just different panels from um, information about screenwriting to directing to producing. We always have great um, industry professionals as our panelists. And, uh, you know, what's great, now that the festival has been around for 13 years, I get to now see people who came to the festival in year one or two who knew nothing, and it's great now to see them sitting on panels, and they have movies wow. they've made. And uh, um, that's the one thing about getting older, is that you actually can see growth <laughs> in, a, in, a really, right, right. in a positive way. So, so that's, the, that's the thing that gets me passionate still about the festival. That's very, very good, very good. So the all, the information is, all the information is going to be on TanyaLeeWilliams.com. People can be able to get updates and things like that, right? Yeah, people can get updates on me there, but Real World has, it's www.realworld.ca, R-E-E-L, okay. Real World. So all the information about the festival is there. How, how, are you, uh, how are you doing with uh, social media nowadays, uh, Facebooks well, and Twitters and finally, things like that? I finally moved into the 21st century and have a, web, I have a Facebook. <laughs> My God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just recently did that. So uh, if people go to the website, they'll be able to click onto the Facebook. All right, page, now. I, I find it very challenging. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I'm, I'm, been, I'll add myself. You, you know what's always been hard for me is when I wanted to become a, an actor, and this is way back in the in the late 70s, everything about being an actor was was losing yourself and becoming character. And, right, um, right. And everything is so opposite now. It's like everything about an actor is only putting yourself out there, and right. it, the character does not seem to be relevant anymore. So mm -hmm. it, it's a real... I think it's a real challenge for actors like myself who, when we started in the business, it was completely the opposite. Right. Yeah, but that's what makes it so good. I mean, that's that's why, you know, to me, the show has run as long as it does because I feel like all of you guys, you know, really, truly drowned yourself in the character, and that's what we want to see. You yeah, know? that's and the fun part, I, the fun part I, for me. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, the fun part for me is is taking on a character. I'm 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 I I consider myself incredibly dull <laughs> when I'm not in character. <laughs> the kind no. of things I enjoy, kind of things I enjoy doing are completely like dull and boring <laughs> to other people. But when I'm in character is when um, I get to to pretend and be and create complete fanciful characters that are just interesting. Right. Absolutely. You know, I always see, I always see a, a, an actress such as yourself. I mean, being being with a, a wealth of knowledge. When you say dull and boring, um, I might say hot and sexy. So that that, <laughs> that might that, that might be that, that might be the words. But you know, to me, I always I always see it as you know, you're 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 genius in the making because I always see the art form of acting as just that, an art. And, um, you know, some people, most people should appreciate it for the art form that it is because people paint a different picture. Your your art form is different than Eric or, um, you know, a, a lot of different actors that's out there or have played the role or, or, or was a part of Y&R. So it's, you know, it, it's, always, it's always good to see um, a different take on it, a breath of fresh air, and it's nice to always be able to see um, you create something that you can say – you know what, this this is what I've built, and this is a very good legacy that I have right now. I, 
I have a I have a question. Um, okay. We were we were doing the meeting last night, and one of, one of our staff members wanted to ask, um, how do you feel about the black actors getting scripts that always seem to stereotype? You know, thug. You're a preacher. You're you know what I'm saying. You always have to be dealing with drugs and and like the negativity. You know what I mean? Yeah, for, I think for black actors. I think it's very challenging um, for actors because at the end of the day, you want to, you need to, not just want to, you need to work, you need to pay your bills. It's still a job at the end of the day, and um, and you're not in a position, you're not in the power position. And when I say power position, you're not writing the roles, mm -hmm. and you're not, you know, you're not producing these shows. And I think that's why a lot of um, people do get into producing and writing, so they can try and change those. Um, stereotypes. One of the reasons I did my film festival was to encourage young people to change those stereotypes. But until they're, you know, we've changed them. You, you see some changes um, happening, which is really encouraging. I mean, I've been in the business now a little over 35 years, so, you know, I, even though it might seem not, you know, that not much change has happened, if you were around 35 years ago starting in right. the business, you've right. seen a lot happen. And I'm sure if you talk to actors who've been in the business 50 years, they'll talk about the only roles they could get is the role of a servant. And, and, and now you right. can actually see people being doctors and CIA agents and, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. professors, and these roles didn't exist. So there's always room for growth, and there will be more changes going forward. But an another part of it is going to be the actors. Sometimes you, it's, it's always lofty to say that, but to live it. But I really believe it's important for actors to have their parameters, that there may be roles that they turn down, that they, they don't support or, or go um, after. And it's different right. for everybody. Um, there's not like one right. set of rules and then everyone just find what, what's I have my own parameters of what I think is important and, and what I do and don't want to do, and, and, but I don't right. make it a judgment for other people. It's, mm -hmm. But everyone should really have, the, have your own sense of integrity about what it is you want to say as an actor and what is the message you, you, you want to pass on. Tony Lee Williams, our guest on Branded After Dark. And before we let you go, I, I had someone uh, on, on an email saying, okay, you got Facebook now. What about Twitter? Are you going to... Are you gonna, exactly. You, exactly. I want to be, be your first follow. <laughs> exactly. Maybe maybe in the next century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on that one. <laughs> you can go check out TanyaLeeWilliams.com so for all the information you need. I want to not just thank you for um, hanging out with us on Branded After Dark, but thank you for the the years that you've actually inspired us. Because I'm with Aaron and and so many other people out there when I when I say that you you you've touched us by not just your hard work and your work ethic, but also um, you know you you building a legacy. To me, I think you are a definition of that. So I want to I want to thank you for inspiring us to be able to do all things that um, that is positive because you've, you've, you've shown us that. So trust me, oh, it's not just so this much. man here, but there's other people out there that feel the well, same it's, way. It's lovely to give such high praise for doing something that I've loved to do so for so long. Well, I'll, <laughs> I, I'd that. like to say that, that it, it is, you have no idea what this means to me. This is such an honor to me to talk to you because I've, I've, I've grown up with you. You know what I mean? And, it's just, it's so awesome, and thank you so much. You've really enlightened and, and made, oh, made thank this you. interview just 
wonderful. And I thank, thank you, you so much, and I love you so much. <laughs> oh, I and love you, you, and you too. <laughs> and you stay so beautiful. Keep doing what you do because you, you are gorgeous inside and out. So. Excellent. You Thank always you so make much. me smile when you, when you come in. It's it's just it's like a friendly, you know, space that I just I love it when I see you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's really lovely to hear. Tanya, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. TanyaLeeWilliams.com. You can be able to check her out website and all Facebook. Go ahead and search her. Support, support, support this young lady and everything that she does. And um, if you're out there for the 13th annual. Real.